Welcome back to Tax Sale Insiders. We're glad to have you. We are a podcast and an interview series uh, tailored for tax lien and tax deed investors, bringing you information about all sorts of topics across the tax sale industry. It is an industry. Um, we do try to hit on liens and deeds, uh, which is, you know, both are, are viable parts of the business. And I'm excited because we've interviewed lots of different experts in the industry and, you know, attorneys and service providers and so forth. But um, Brian is back. This is Brian Seidensticker, the CEO of Taxa Resources, and I am his sister, but the COO of um, the same company, Taxa Resources. So Brian, glad to have you back. Thanks. Well, thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. No, they don't seem to be sick of us yet. So we'll just- No, not yet. Not yet. I guess we'll keep doing our thing. Keep doing our thing. Um, well, awesome. I'm I'm glad you're here. Like I mentioned, you know, we, we talk about the tax lien and tax deed um, industry um, as a whole, you know, the tax sale industry as a whole. Those are two big pieces. So today we're kind of taking a spin, still a very applicable- mm, applicable and um, viable part of the, the the business and the industry, which are um, over-the-counter tax deeds. Um, so let's start with first defining what over-the-counter means as far as this industry is concerned. Yeah, well, it's a, I don't think we invented it. We certainly use it a lot, but the term over-the-counter is, is um, I guess, Another term would be county held, you know, struck off to the county, right? It's this it's this idea that it didn't sell at an auction or it wasn't ever available for, through an auction, whatever it may be. And you can go buy it directly from the, the county or the jurisdiction without having to go to an auction to do it, right? There's no timeline associated with it. So anything that falls in that bucket is what we would consider the over-the-counter or an OTC deed. Gotcha. And so you're talking, so that's like buying directly. Are there actual over the counter sales, like uh, deed sales? Does that exist? Um, or how, how does that work exactly? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you can kind of consider that. I mean, if it's a, if it's a first come first serve type of situation and a sale like that, then I would consider that over the counter. Mm -hmm. um, and there are, you know, some sales that, that operate that way, but in general, over the counter is typically, you know, over the counter, meaning you're de dealing, right? No auction. I'm dealing with the, the treasurer, the tax collector, whoever it may be, you know, um, buying what was available as of that day. Um, and there's no sale really technically associated with it. Gotcha. And how, I mean, why are these available? Like how, why are they not being purchased at the de the first deed sale in general? Um, <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, it could be uh, for a lot of reasons, but um, I, I think the two most common were, would be either um, somebody did the research or everybody did the research and decided this deed isn't worth buying right for their model. That could be one. And the other one could be somebody did decide they were able to buy it. Right. They went after the auction. They either didn't have enough cash or chose, you know, to say, Hey, I actually didn't want this. Well, the auctions already occurred. So what does the County do? Typically the County will say, okay, well, you know, you're banned right from the auction since you didn't perform. And they just put that deed uh, in their over the counter list, hoping somebody else will go buy it. Um, those would probably be the two most common ways, you know, items get on the on the tax deed over the counter list. Okay. So, are, I mean, are these properties decent properties usually or kind of what can an investor? Uh, 
<clears throat> I'd say that of those two circumstances, the vast majority of them are going to be because everyone else passed them up, right? And so that's something to always keep in the back of your mind is is the, all right, why did nobody else want to buy this tax deed? What is it that I'm not seeing? Is, is this too good to be true? Right? And in many cases, that probably is the case. But there are certain circumstances where it's on that list for no other reason than, you know, a previous buyer couldn't perform, right? Or it ended up on there in some other way. Um, and that it certainly is a nice property to purchase, right? Um, and so you can't just assume they're all worthless. Okay. Um, so let's talk about pros and cons. What would you, what would you deem the, the pros of buying this type of, you know, tax deed or buying it over the counter? I think the, the biggest pro is, is the, you know, I'll say lack of, of a, a timeline, right? And, and your ability to do your research and go buy the property directly from the county, or, you know, lack of competition in doing so, right? That'd probably be the biggest pro or the biggest, biggest advantage of buying them this way. Um, and be, because they're not associated with an auction, there's also a lot less focus on those, right? So I think the general consensus of most people is that if it's on there, <clears throat> most of them are worthless and that's probably true. And so they just don't, they don't want to do all the work to sift through, you know, a hundred properties to find the one, you know, or maybe it's 500 properties to find the one that is worth it. All right. They'd rather go to auctions and do the research and have a lot higher chance of buying those properties. So, um, you know, there, there's certainly, um, there's certainly advantages and disadvantages, but that to the biggest, biggest advantage is, is the lack of, of a timeline and lack of competition. Okay. Um, how about the worries, the cons, the the things that uh, might dissuade <laughs> you? <laughs> well, I kind of I kind of mentioned it already, but there's probably a million reasons why, and you've got to think about them all because the overriding reality is the fact that most of these properties everybody else passed over for a reason, right? If nobody else is willing to buy them, why, right? That's the biggest question you should be answering in your head. So, <clears throat> the the fact that you got to do a lot of work to find the few properties that might be worth it and make a model work um, is, is the, the biggest downside. Okay. Uh, any, do you have any kind of, uh, of course, we're always careful about giving advice, but um, <laughs> any, any um, thoughts or, you know, quick tips for mitigation of some of the risks that come with over the counter tax deeds? Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is a good, good I'm not an attorney. Like, we're not an attorney. I'm not an attorney. Right. Um, and so I can't necessarily say, go do this, go do that, right? I don't give investment advice. We don't give investment advice. Um, I think, <clears throat> so that in mind, I guess, sorry, I had to get that spiel out. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Just mitigating mitiga mitigating any of those, you know, risks, because obviously these are mm -hmm. going to probably most likely come with higher risks um, and, and things. Are, are there any quick tips you might have for, for mitigating those or finding those? Yeah, I think, I think my opinion would be the risk is risk is no different, right? It's just the the fact that the majority of them have risks. That's why they ended up here. But the mitigating of those risks should be no different than if you were doing research on that property prior to an auction, right? You should still do all the same research you normally would, right? I'm going to look at the value. I'm going to look at the structure. I'm going to look at the, the title risks. I'm going to look at um, environmental risks. I'm going to look at all of those same things like you should, right? Prior to an auction, the research is no different, right? So if you're doing all those things correctly, the risk is no different, right? It's just a matter of <clears throat> when you do all of those things, 
on auction properties, you might find a lot more drop out the bottom as goods, right? When you're doing it with over-the-counter deeds, you're going to find a lot more of them drop out of the bottom as bads. But the process should be pretty darn identical, if not identical. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would only <clears throat> stress that um, because of, you know, the, the process that these deeds have been through up to that point and, and how they've probably been passed over by, you know, other investors know that you're going in with probably the highest risk properties um, that are in the, the industry as a whole. And therefore, any of those due diligence efforts like a title search drive-by inspections become even more crucial when you're dealing with these type of properties. So I, I, I want to double down on that because I think it's important to, to yeah. really put that in consideration. So That's, that's fair. Uh, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I, do, I do want to stress, I don't think the risk is higher. It's just there's more problems with these properties, but you know, the risk is there no matter if that property went to an auction before or not. And your research to vet those risks, it should be the same whether it went to an auction or not. So overall, right, it's just there's just more of them with those with the baggage, right? That dirty stuff that comes with tax deeds typically is just more common with yeah. over the counter deeds. It's like dragging a suitcase with a broken wheel <clears throat> there, but it's, you know, it's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I see the analogy. <laughs> um, all right. Um, any any particular states that are over the counter tax deed states that you can name? Well, I guess any state that has tax deed auctions is going to have an over the counter process, right? There's lots of different ways of 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 considering over the counter, right? There's land banks, right? Technically that's an over the counter. There's list of lands in Florida. There's a sheeted properties in Florida. There's a um, um, county, let's see, no, uh, Alabama is the Department of Revenue, DOR properties. So there's uh, lots of different of terminology and lots of different ways of asking the question to actually get the answer you're looking for. Because if you were to go to Alabama and go to a county and say, hey, I want your list of over-the-counter deeds, they're going to say, we don't have those, right? In reality, they don't, right? They give them to the state. The state offers them through their Department of Revenue process. So you just got to know the right white questions to ask but anywhere where there's tax deed auctions there's going to be properties that don't sell and there's going to be a process that the county uses or the state uses to disposition those properties and you just got to understand what that is and understand the right question to ask yeah that's a great point because i i feel like um you know alabama is not known to be deed state right it's a lean state primarily but because of this this post-auction process where the state takes them over you're buying the deed from the state. And, and that is, I think, a significant concept that not everybody can, can grasp onto. And it's very different. Um, and so every state kind of handles that, that differently. Um, or in the case, I believe, of Arizona, once they're held for X amount of time, then the county turns them into a deed. And then you can buy a deed um, if it hasn't been bought at the, the deed sale that they offer. Right. So there's right. all these little nuances to states that that they exist um, and it's going through that process and, and figuring it out. So and then anybody is curious about the Department of Revenue parcels. There's actually a, another podcast um, where I interviewed uh, William Hereford about that process. So if you want to go check that out, you can go check that out. And he does an excellent job explaining how that process works. Yeah. And how, um, well, you know, it's been 
probably a couple of years, you know, so that might be updated since we've gotten the information out there, but how many, how many properties were on their state's DOR list was pretty significant too. So they were trying to get those cleared off the books, but um, okay. And I guess, you know, how would you recommend finding lists of over-the-counter tax deeds? Well, this is a shameless uh, plug for tax resources, but um, there's there's two ways, uh, just like auction deeds, auction liens, over-the-counter liens, there's always two ways of doing it, right? You can do it the good old-fashioned way, which is calling counties and, and asking the question, um, you know, figuring out, one, right, the right questions to ask, right? Just like we talked about in Alabama, if you ask, I'm looking for over-the-counter deeds, you're going to get a lot of blank stares. If you ask for how do I contact the Department of Revenue for their, you know, um, excess, you know, deed properties, you might get a different answer, the right answer. Um, So you can do it yourself, right? You can call counties and you can eventually find that list. You can do it that way. Or that is something that that we tax our resources do every day. Um, And we um, collect those over the counter deed lists. We make them available through the through the portal. So you just log in to the research platform, click on the over the counter lists, filter by which ones are deeds and start downloading away. It's obviously a lot easier. Yeah. And um, side note, you know, if you then identify the parcels that you might want, we can get you that other important information too. So um, you might go and you might, you know, look at the list of parcels coming from the county and then identify, you know, five that you want to pursue or 10 you want to pursue. You know, we've got the services for, you know, the title searches, the um, drive-by inspections, all of those things that can be handled through the platform as well. So I'll double down on your shameless plug and give them more. <laughs> about what we do. So anyway, um, awesome. Well, I think that, you know, unless you've got, you have any parting, parting words of wisdom for <laughs> investing in over-the-counter tax deeds? Um, I think, I mean, the main thing is just, you know, realizing that, um, yeah, in majority cases, these were passed over by other investors. So you really do your research, do it twice, maybe do it three times, make sure you didn't miss something, right? If you want to talk about risk, right, is is figuring that out. But also realizing that just because that fact doesn't mean it's all worthless, right? There, there's certainly diamonds in the rough out there, needles in the haystack. There's, um, and probably a lot more than people realize of if you've got a model that can do well um, with a certain type of property class, right? Vacant land, for example, uh, if you've got the right model, you can find a lot of those diamonds in the rough, right? If you're looking for the million dollar you know, single family home, you're probably going to be hard pressed to find any of those. And if you do, uh, it's kind of a race. There's probably lots of other people trying to find that same property. So, um, you know, definitely do your research. Um and, and realize that this is not, it's not all you know, wasted time. There are deals out there still. Great. Yeah. Um, that's a, I like that. There's not a waste of time. Might take you a little longer, but you'll find them. So. Um, exactly. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Brian. I think that is a, a great note to end on. And, and again, as always, just, do some research. Don't go in Harry Carey. Uh, make sure that you're you're looking into it. Talk to the jurisdictions. But trust me, they want to get these properties off their books. And so they're going to be willing to work with you. They're going to be willing. They're, they're, they're going to give you the same caveat we do is that, you know, they can't give you legal advice, but they're 
they're going to work with you. They're going to share that information. Most um, are going to share the information. So call, call your local county and just ask the questions and, and see what they have available and, and start there, um, especially Definitely. entry level here. So great. Um, well, thanks, Brian. I appreciate your time once again. And thanks for joining us here at Tax Sale Insiders. Happy investing. Well, thanks for having me. Good luck, everybody.